Hey, what's going on, everybody, and welcome back to Off the Bar with Rob and Joey. I'm Joey. And I'm Rob. So, day one, well, actually, this is day two, but day one of free agency is complete. According to Cap Friendly, there was 125 signings worth a total contract years of 239, a total cap hit of $218,986,001, and total contract dollars of $704,499,000. Oh my, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, man. So, actually, do we like open this up with like a trade? Do we talk about that first, and then we just talk about all the signings? We can talk about the trades. Um, did we talk there, about? There are a couple, We talked right? about the CC and Zaitsev trade last time. Like we knew that was happening. Like maybe not the specific details, but it's really like Zaitsev and CC. So yeah, that one's pretty straightforward. Everybody knew about that one. Um, Jimmy VC goes to Buffalo for a third round pick, which is kind not of bad. ironic because he's the one who got he got traded to Buffalo and wouldn't sign there. Oh shit! I forgot about that. And then he ended up in <gasps> Buffalo anyway. So you think they did that just to be petty? Just like <laughs> you're coming back here. <laughs> that would be funny. That's so funny. Imagine he's a healthy scratch night one. <laughs> they make him watch from the press box and yeah. they put him in timeout. Yeah, it's <laughs> like you should have just came here two years ago or however long it's been now. That's some shit I do in GM mode. <laughs> yeah. Like you Yo, by the way. Agent. Yo, by the way, before we get too far into this, I we don't want to go too far into my video game life, but you know my epic GM mode, how I'm like 15 years in? Yeah. Yeah, so I won the cup again, and there was a contract year for me, and the Devils had an opening spot, so I took the contract from the Devils, and they're going to pay me more money anyway. What a mistake that is to do in GM mode, because at this point, everyone you know is retired, except for Connor McDavid, who's like 37. So I yeah. get this team, and I have no idea who the fuck these people are. Nico's like 38. He's signed for another like six years. I'm like, Jesus oh, my Christ. God. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who the good free agents are. And the fog of war is all on because I haven't scouted anybody in generations because, like, why would I have the best homebrew team in the world? Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, this was such a mistake. It's not even fun anymore. <laughs> but, but yo, but I had mad people who I traded to them just because I get – bored because my team's too good so i just trade shit to the devils to make them better <laughs> and uh and yeah the goal the, the my last goalie who they snagged for me like he went to free agency and they paid him like 12 and a half and i had like five left for a goalie so i was like all right bye but now i have him again and i just think uh, it's funny. i remember you telling me about that kid well, uh, no, I, th- I think I told one. you about the Flyers one. The Flyers yeah, one that right. they, they offer sheet and gave me four first-round picks. That's Vesna winner. Cup winning. Yeah, Did but they this win a dude, cup? No, no, the Flyers didn't win a cup. I, they took him the year after I won a cup. Oh, you won Then the I cup had another franchise goalie for five years, and I won the President's Trophy all five years in a row, but couldn't win the cup. Then my franchise goalie left, and I used some other prospect and some dude I got from the Devils, like their backup. And the dude from the Devil's backup, like the Devil's backup goalie outshined my like elite prospect and fucking won me a cup. And then I dipped. And then I I just had this picture in my head, though, like I walked in like swinging dick in the Devil's locker room. Like, what's up, bud? You fucking sell out. (laughs) How you like watching us win a cup without you, you fuck. (laughs) Sorry, we can get back to real hockey now. I just thought it was funny. (laughs) No, it is pretty funny. But yeah, I mean, it is it is interesting um, for VC. I wonder like how he feels about going to Buffalo. I mean, at least it looks more promising in Buffalo than it did when he did turn him down. So yeah, dude. But he just wanted to be a Ranger so bad, and that's what you get for wanting to be a Ranger so bad. I'll put money. The same thing happens to Fox. He's gonna get a low contract. Everyone's gonna hype him up. He's gonna be an all right third pairing guy. They're going to ship him back to fucking Carolina or something. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah. Because they're not going to be it's able to keep him, especially with this Panarin thing. Yeah, I mean, it really depends on how good he is, like, up front. I mean, they yeah. got him on an ELC, so they got him for three years either way. Yeah, that's pretty. That You're right. But, BC, he didn't. No, because, wait, did he not do a whole three years there? Uh, he was unrestricted because he did his four years in college. Oh, Fox isn't uh No, he, no, he, I think he, if Carolina would have, like, held him, ransom, 
you know, because he didn't want to stay there, he would have had to go back to college for one more year, and then he would have been unrestricted, I think. Uh, but VCI, I'm pretty sure, did all four years at college. He is a Harvard one, grad. One, two, three, four. Yeah, four years at Harvard, and then he was unrestricted, so. Yeah, he's probably, like, chasing ambulance on the side. I mean, he's not a bad player. I mean, last year he had 35 points. No, he wasn't, but you remember he got treated like a god. Yeah, I mean, everybody thought, like, VC was the one that was turning the Rangers franchise around, so, when he was yeah. coming, so. Anyway, the big trade, uh, Colorado acquires Nazem Kadri and Cali Rosen, a 2020 third-round pick, for Tyson Berry at 50% retained, Alexander Kerfoot, and a sixth-round pick in 2020. It's definitely, I think it's a good move for both right now, um, especially short-term, I think that Toronto wins because they got two good roster players and I think Rosa could be a, a roster player but I mean Kerfoot you know had two almost 45 point seasons already yeah you know you get Barry out of absolute bargain of a contract for oh, Toronto yeah. they're both gonna but, play good for that team I can see it yeah it's just th- the fact of are they gonna be able to keep him and if they are able to keep him who does that mean that they lose so yeah but I don't know man overnight it looks a lot better there. Yeah, they look With a lot that more trade, dangerous. They do look a lot more dangerous. And that's like not a bad top four. I'm just saying they went from, and it sounds like, because I actually like every player individually, but yeah. when you put them together, like what their top four was last year, like Gardner, Riley, Zaitsev, Hainsey, right? Yeah. Yeah, I like every one of those guys individually. Do I want all four together. Well, yeah, but that was like the end. Of yeah. the year. It was like the trade deadline, right? Yeah. So fair enough. That's like a good enough answer that you just gave me. But now it's Muzzin, Riley, CeCe, and fucking Tyson Barry. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. So no, that's a really good move for them. But it's hard to say that Colorado, like Colorado shed some guys that they may not have kept anyway. You know and they I mean? have control over Kadri for three more years, I think. Yeah, and they got they got the second line. Although I do think like ideally you should have held on to. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. Just I felt like in an ideal world they got a second line center and let Kerfoot play in the third line because that's what he's meant for. He's meant to be a good third line center, and that's what Toronto's is going to use him. You know, but they probably yeah. figure like they got new hook like playing they got a couple new years. Hook. I mean, I know he's not a center, but you know they got. Oh, he's Don not a center. Spoy. Who? No, I New Hook, Hook is. Was the center. He oh, is. Yeah, yeah. No, he is. I'm saying like they got they picked up Don Scoy, they picked up uh then they pick up someone else. I keep wanting to say Nyquist, but I know that's fucking Columbus. Yeah. No, they picked up a bunch of hang on, like a ton right in a row. Don Scoy. They brought Wilson. back Colin Wilson. Yeah. Uh Belmare, who's fourth liner, but you know, and I think that they really want Tyson Jost to hopefully make the jump this year to what they expected. They got Burakovsky. Oh, Bur- Burakovsky. Yeah, there's the other. So, and I mean, the thing that concerns me is like they're really young on that back end. Um, I mean, they still got Ian Cole and they still got Johnson. So, you know, you figure one's going to be at the top and one's probably going to be at the bottom or maybe somewhere in the middle. But, you know, it's still you're really relying on McCarr, Gerard, you know, maybe Byram's ready. I stand by what I said last night, though, when I was thinking, talking about it with you. Which, again, no one was there, so I don't know why I always press, like, proceed what I'm about to say with that. But I think it would be hysterical if they turn around and they fucking sign um, Jake Gardner. Yeah. They could do it. I mean, they they, got, they, they still it. have cap space. And the um, fact that he survived day two means that they might be able to get a decent turn out of him. Because, like, there was no way... Like, the longer these players go, the more time they have to think about it, the more time GMs have to think about it. And I don't have a doubt that, that Gardner is still not, that he's not going to get paid. Like, he's not going to last long, but it's not like that dire need, like what everyone seemed to be after with, like, Tyler Myers this year, where they thought he was going to be gone in 60 seconds. And, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, you might yeah. even be able to be like, yo, Gardner, like, I'm not going to sign you, dude, like a 7 for 7. Like, come on. Let's win a Stanley Cup here, bud. <laughs> They didn't sign you so they could take Barry from us. Like, how does that make you feel? Let's rock. Yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be the worst for them. Um, I don't like how they're so young either. And it's I like how they're so young because it's going to be like like Reign of Terror someday on that blue line. But, like, it's, you know, 
expecting Byram to play like on the top line, like to take the Tyson Barry spot is not fair. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. And yeah. I love McCarr, but he played like four playoff games. He's going to be the real deal, but he played like four playoff games. Like, you know what I mean? Like still like take, take it easy. All right. Yeah. I wonder if they look at someone like Ben Lovejoy or like Adam McQuaid or something like someone who could definitely be in like that bottom half of the lineup, but is still a little bit, you know, older, experienced. Ben Lovejoy knows how to play hockey. He's in general, always yeah. in, the, in the right position. In general. In yeah. general. Generally in the right position he's a little older you know he's not the most skilled guy in the world but like he was like serviceable he like took a lot of shit because again he's like slow but like he knows how to kill a penalty for sure yeah i mean because and i'm not even saying that gardner wouldn't be like a good fit just i feel like he's more of an offensive kind of guy and i feel like that's not necessarily what they need true like you know gerard and you know i mean i mean they got rid of their i mean arguably their best offensive defenseman with barry but you know, if McCarr is the real deal, if Gerard is the real deal, then, you know, having the second line center was definitely worth it. So, Fair and enough. it's definitely worth it. So, yeah, that was the only really big trades, right? Yeah. Are you missing the, any? No, I don't think so. It was surprising. I just didn't think it was going to happen so quick. Yeah. Like I had a good feeling that like Kadri was going to get traded. Um, I had less of a feeling that Barry was going to really get traded this early. Um. But, I mean, for getting rid of him this early, I mean, they really addressed the need in an area of, with only giving up, like, something from an area of strength for, Colo- for Colorado. So, you know, it's not bad. Although, I would, I agree, like, I kind of would just like to see Kerfoot stick around there, because I think he fit well there. But, yeah, yeah. I do too. But, and, and that's the thing, Toronto, though, this is what every Toronto media person, because I've been listening to a lot of their stuff, because the Marner thing has been saying, like, you have to have a cheaper player than Kadri play on that third C. And I will say, he could do the job, but they are they are really light. A light, light team. Yeah, they are. Very they are. much so. And I love Kerfoot. I think he could do the job. But he, you know, they do lose something with Kadri. They do. Yeah, for sure. Um, hold on. I'm just trying to, like, pick an easier list of <laughs> players to, like, look at. It's all good, man. There's just so many players and so many signings, and even the big ones will never be able to get to all of them because it, a lot went down, man. If this is the only place you're coming for your free agency coverage, I suggest that you don't do that. <laughs> this is just the this is when we just talk about some of the some of the stuffs. Yeah. Why don't we just do the easiest ones, like Bob to Florida, like everyone said. Yeah. That's easy because it was one of the biggest of the day and everyone knew it was coming. So good on Florida. You replaced one of the best goalies ever with one of the best goalies in the league right now. And I don't know, man. I could be convinced that Florida, if they put it together, it could be like a one of the scariest teams ever. They just never seem to put it together. So maybe this gets them over the hump. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, although I don't think that like Sergei Bobrovsky just like it doesn't come without concern. It's still a long time. Oh, it's still yeah. a lot of money um, for, I mean, this year, I mean, he was good, but in the playoffs, but was he good because it was his whole reputation on the line or was he good because he was good? You know, and I think he's a good goalie. I, I think he's a great goalie. He's one of the best in the league right now. Um, but I mean, there's definitely some risk and I don't hate it. Um, I think they, if anybody needed to do what Florida did, it was them. Yeah. They really I- needed a goalie, so. Another thing I kind of feel bad about, but I mean, it, a lot of the time it it works out because goalies take a longer time to develop and generally don't start right away. But like, that's a seven year deal. Poor Spencer Knight. He's like, I'm going to be fucking 26 before they get rid of this fucking guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it also like now they don't have to rush him. Yeah. Now he gets to take, you know, as little or as much time as he wants. You know, he can learn from one of the best in the game, you know. Yeah. It works. I mean, like I said, it doesn't come without like injury concern. Um, it doesn't come without performance concern. But I think overall, it's a good deal. Um, you know, at least for a majority of that contract, so it's going to be good for them because I mean, goalies tend to not break down as early. You know, unless there's real injury problems there. So you know, Kenny is he going to be a high end goaltender until he's 38 or I don't know how he's probably like 31. 30 31 something like that 
Um, so that probably puts him like 37 or so. There's a good chance, I mean, based on ev- other comparables. So, yeah, I mean, Robert Luongo was 40. So, I'm not saying he's Luongo. But, you know, there's a better chance of having a good goalie at 38 than there is having, like, a defenseman at 38. So, I think it was worth the risk. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think about Panarin? I have mixed feelings. I think, obviously, your first thought is, like, that's, like, wonderful for them and terrible for me. Say you know, but and I think that he probably will be a good ranger. And then I had this other reaction where it's the total opposite, where I'm like, they're stupid. They overpaid him. They're gonna screw themselves up in a few years. And really, I think we're somewhere in the middle here. I really do think that they were just a year early. But you, you almost can't blame them for trying. I mean, Panarin is a game changer. So like, I do think that it's gonna do good for them. I'd be lying if I said it wasn't, and I'd be. Also lying if I said that I thought that just that contract would ruin them. Because if it's just Panarin's $11.5 and they do everything else right, no. They could be just fine. This could be like a really sketchy rivalry that we have going on with Panarin. But my my fear is like the other dumb... Well, not my fear. My (laughs) You know what I mean. I just feel like they, they could really like... They could be trying to do this stuff again like two years from now. Like, you know what I mean? And... I just feel like they, they had like another year of just playing with the roster that they had and seeing how it went. And I think that in the long run, that may have been better. But if they're smart, it could be a very good, very good acquisition long term. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the game that they're playing either way. Like they didn't acquire. Well, not that they didn't, but it's like they don't necessarily have to win next year just because they acquired Panarin. Honestly, yeah. if they can get through next year and the year after then they can really go for it because that's when you open up all the space from if, you know, if players don't get traded sooner, but Shattenkirk comes off the books in two years, Mark Stahl comes off the books in two years, Lundqvist comes off the books in two years, like that right there is like almost $20 million. Yeah. Coming off the books in two years, you know, you're already talking about, you know, trading Kreider and he's off the book next year. Um, I mean, they're probably not that impressed with Domestikov. Do you still think that they trade Kreider now, though? Um, not necessarily. Um, it would be more: Are they gonna bring him back? Yeah, I think I think it would highly depend. Like if they're, I could see Chris Kreider still getting traded at the deadline because the Rangers aren't in the playoffs, and because he's not coming back, he's not in the future plans for the Rangers. I don't know that he isn't. Like Kreider's a good player. It just seems like with all the rumors that have been going on for what, like three years two years now that he's getting traded like he seems to be getting traded at every deadline and he hasn't yet so at some point i feel like that's just gonna happen um but they're not done i mean they have a good start like i don't know if they're there yet but like hedel and anderson are good prospects to have you know you get fox you get truba you still have d'angelo um you know kako obviously uh i think is coming over um you have Keandre Miller. So there's it's a good start. And I think like in that two years, you know, you could be looking at a good team. And then, you know, you still have Shesterkin and, you know, the goalie. So I don't necessarily like I think it's a good because like you, you kind of hinted at it last week or said it or whatever. Um, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Damn it. What the hell was I going to say? I hinted at it. Last- I know that. Shut up. Um. Damn, I completely just lost. I had it like on the tip of my tongue until I went to go say it. Damn, I really can't remember what I was going to say. Completely lost my train of thought. It's just like they still don't like they could still take that year like we said and be bad and still sell, you know, players that they're not going to use in the future like Kreider or like Nemestikov or whatever um, and not have to worry about it because, you know, that's why they go long term with Panarin. It's not like they signed him for five years and they have to wait too. you know, they not that you want to waste any time paying a guy eleven million dollars, but yeah, you know he's still going to be a good player in two years. Yeah, and that's the thing about Panarin. I don't think that he's going to like go out early. You know, injuries could happen to anybody, but he uh, had a late start, and I think that he'll probably have a late finish. I think that I like like Panarin, but I've always hated him too because he seems to light it up every time he plays us. So this is like terrible news for me. Yeah. <laughs> Because every time we play Panarin, he has like a five-point game. And now he plays for the Rangers. But 
you know, I there's not much to to um it, it could go either way. There's like pros and cons to that signing. You can't call them stupid, but you also, you know, they also did pay a lot of money. So Yeah, I mean there's still work to be done, is like yeah. the point. It's like they can't be dumb from here on out. Yeah. Like like if they, they sign another big free agent like next year, like you know what I mean? Or like yeah. you know, whoever the next person to declare that they always grew up a Rangers fan and wants to go to them, they pay them the same money they paid Shattenkirk, like they're gonna they're, you know what I mean. Like it could definitely be ruined, but it could definitely um, you know, work out well for them. Yeah, it's like you already got like your potential like new core with players like Anderson and Heedle and Panarin and you know Truba. You know that's like Zabanajad. Yeah, um, you know that's like your core now. So it's really about like filling that with like the prospects coming. Yeah. You know it doesn't. You don't have to chase it in free agency. I really wish I could remember what you said because I had a really good point. But, I said oh, that well. they were the only ones that were rebuilding other than Ottawa. No, that's not what I'm talking about. No, what? Do not. No, I said it on last week. Yeah, on the show. Yes. Well, I don't know, dude. I'm. Sorry. I don't know either. It doesn't matter. It Our doesn't fans, matter. we my... should apologize to. Just me and Joey talk like this all day, every day. So this is. It gets confusing. If I say one more time, like I told you last night, when no one else was looking, <laughs> shoot yeah. myself in the face. Yeah. <laughs> but um, all right. Forget it, though. I'm sick and tired of talking about the Rangers. We're gonna be good too. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one that I really don't like. Um, from yesterday, Matt Zuccarello. Don't like that. Don't like that. To Minnesota. All. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible. It's like, like Zuccarello is a good player. Um, I just don't see it. Like Minnesota seems to be in a mind frame that they're still able to contend, and it's not that they aren't necessarily, but I don't know if that's the right player or the right term. Yeah. Or the right anything, really, for Minnesota. Yeah, it's um, a bad signing. I, I just... Because, yo, it's all right. Like, I'm not an ageist like everybody else. But when your whole team is... They're, they're, they're on average, the oldest team in the world. Yeah, And they I just signed Zook to five years, right? Yeah. Five? Yeah, and he'll be 36 at the end of that contract. Yeah, well, and, <laughs> you know... And they have to worry about, like, when Parisi's done, Stahl, Suter... Like, do I have to go on? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they... They honestly should have tried to take one of those guys and trade them for somebody else. Like, you know what I mean? But they're they're rocking and rolling with that core, and I just don't think it's that great of a core. Like, no offense. I love, again, I love every one of them individually. I, I never had a problem with Eric Stahl. I love Zach Parisi. But, like, you know, Suter is a great defenseman. But they're, like, all... And they deserve to, to be on a team that's trying to go for it. I just don't think Zook even helps you get there. Yeah, well, I mean, like, if they didn't, like, really start dismantling last year, like, don't get me wrong. Like, I like Kevin Fiala. I think Kevin Fiala is a good player. But, like, you traded Granlund and got back Fiala, um, which wasn't great. Huh. Uh, you traded, who's the other one they traded last year? Oh, they traded someone. You know exactly who I'm talking about. I know about. what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. man. So this is what happens yeah, when no, you do, like... Oh, um, Niederreiter. Yeah, Niederreiter, for, yep. For, for Victor Rask. Yeah, and Victor Rask is not doing anything for not him. Not doing anything for... Although I like Victor Rask. He could turn around. But now yeah, but now who's on the like chopping the block? They're, like, trying to get rid of Zucker in him. It's yeah. like, no, those are the ones you want to keep. Like, what are yeah. you doing? You don't want to get rid of Zucker. What? Because you think you're going to lose him to who? Yeah, I mean, I'm like, I'm looking at their like team right now, and I just like don't see it. Yeah, dude, and neither dude, neither rider made him look bad too. Yeah, I mean, it's like <laughs> you're still trying to get by with like Koivu and Stahl as like your top two centers, um, and it's just not gonna. I don't think it's gonna work. I don't either. Like they're very likely. I'm not gonna say I won't say likely, but it's very possible that they lose Spurgeon at some point this year. Dude, they're in denial. Um, if they don't bro. trade him or if he just walks at the end of the year. Um, I mean, everybody on this like roster is like old. Yeah. Again, I'm not an ageist, but it's everybody. You have yeah, no I mean, invigorating from, youth. Like, and you're trying to get and you're trying to trade the one that is young. Like the twenty six to twenty six year old in Zucker or yeah, whatever. Well, and the weird and just the <laughs> weirder thing about that is like they were trying to trade him for Kessel. Who, like, don't get me wrong, like, I mean, lets you score more goals, obviously, but you need a center badly, like, really badly. Like, you, I don't know why they're not off for Sheet Naho, to be honest. Do they have the money to do some smart shit like that? 
Uh, I mean, they have 11 mil in cap. They need to resign Fiala and Joel Erickson Eck. So, yeah, I mean, if they didn't, I mean, yes, 100% if they didn't sign Zuccarello. Yeah, but, yeah, true. But you also have to consider, we all know this is getting matched. So if yeah, you're going to offer sheet someone, we know that you had to up it to another mil at least before you even yeah. before they even sweat it. Although, dude, that offer sheet, I know we got a lot of free agents to talk about, but that fucking offer sheet, what a first offer sheet in a long time, you know? I, I yeah. personally think it shouldn't be used on the superstars as much. Like, I think we I talked about a little bit last week, just about how I think that the middle tier, like the the guys who like aren't going to play are the ones who really deserve it, but... Man, do I hope Carolina just saves up cap. Because Carolina's got cap room, too. And the only reason why they don't spend it is because they're scared they're not going to make it back. But I'm, like, all but positive, even after this, that they still have a ton of cap room. And I would love if they could just put, like, put an offer sheet on Coke and Yemi when it's time and make it for, like, a dollar more than what the Montreal Canadiens have in cap space. That would make my my day i would be so happy yeah. like dude montreal like and i'm not trying to like be that guy who's like oh you shouldn't do it but montreal is playing with fire like you're not that good and you are pretty close to the cap already and you got boys coming like you're you're trying you're in a rebuild too so like you are you're 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 getting in dangerous territory doing some dumb shit like that to a team who if they want to be petty could could do some dumb shit back you know yeah i mean I don't get, I mean, even with, like, them trying to, like, front load the signing bonuses and stuff, like, there's... Oh, that, and that was, like, they did they really think he wasn't going to pay that? That's just an annoyance, like, you Well, know? I mean, that was, like, the smartest move out of all of it, because, like, I don't think they, if they would have done that, but the cap hit was higher, I think they could have got them to, like, really think hard about it, but, like, the cap hit is just too reasonable. For oh, Ajo, yeah. or whatever, like not even eight point five for Aho for five years. I mean, it gyps them out of three years that they could have potentially had Aho for, but the cap hit's reasonable. They still have room to you know make other moves, and now they have you know Montreal under the gun because they'll just wait the seven days, and you know they're putting Montreal out of like commission for right now. So <laughs> like, it wasn't a good like. It, it wasn't was, scary enough at all. Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't bad strategy. It was just poorly executed. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It was going to take at least another mil. And an, and you were going to have to lose another yeah. first. So. I would say it would have taken to get into that like two first, a second and a third category. Yeah. To maybe have them think about it. Either, either way, like regardless of what their owner thinks, they're not in any position to accept two first round picks a second and a third for aho oh so, no but that, you want to know well, how another dangerous you? thing you want to know why what? that's a dangerous thing that montreal still isn't good i'm not convinced that they're good and i'm not convinced yeah. that aho would put them there so another thing is no i don't think so we either. could all be like oh my god they didn't match two first and then that turns into a lottery pick and all of a sudden we are like <laughs> like you know what yeah. i mean you can't lottery protect an offer sheet pick so yeah, it's possible, but I mean, Montreal was also close last year. They weren't that far out. They were, but a lot went right, and I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not saying, saying that they can't do it. I'm just saying I don't see risky. their division getting worse, and they only got a little bit better. Yeah, who in their division got worse? You know, Toronto's still Toronto. Um, the Bruins are still the Bruins. Tampa's still Tampa, and now you have to worry about Florida. Yeah, potentially. No, I mean, it would be a lot more risky for yeah for them then but still like dude i'm not even saying to pick on montreal like i expect my team to get into the playoffs this year but i wouldn't do it yeah i mean no what i was (laughs) no guarantee what i was more thinking of is like it would have so many more repercussion repercussions from carolina's fans if you don't keep aho after he just like led your team to the playoffs for the first time and then you just let him walk or you just let him go because you didn't want to spend the money after well, those fans just generated how much revenue for that team? Yeah. And you let and, the best player go for not a sure thing. Like, the draft isn't a sure thing. There's no guarantee that even if that pick was first overall, that it would be better than Ajo. Oh, absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I think that that—I don't think that they should still have done it. I'm just saying 
it could have been something where like five years from now you laugh at Montreal if it was that price yeah. and that happened. But no, it's still terrible for Carolina because I think that drops them right out of the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. There's no way. There's no way they're getting in there. They won't have an offense like at all. Like Tivu is not is good, but come on, he's not. Yeah, no, they need Aho. So like, even if it was two first overall picks, they still wouldn't see the repercussions of how good that they, if they got lucky about it until another four or five years from now. So no, it's it, it'd be still be terrible. You're you're absolutely right. If I was a fan, I'd I'd riot. But you know, yeah. I'm just thinking like, what is Montreal thinking? Like of all the teams that like have the gall <laughs> like montreal is like really that or apparently they weren't that sure because if they were if they were that sure they would have made it 9.5 and gave given the two yeah so even they that's what it was it was like a good plan like you said executed poorly i think it was executed poorly it was like doing something halfway it was like you get real gung-ho and you go to do it and then you kind of you slow up at the last second that's what it feels yeah. like that they they yeah. slowed up Someone someone crossed the nine out and put an eight. And, but yeah, it, yeah. I mean, they're gonna match it. They're just gonna like play with them and you know let them. You know, I love how it's time. like completely legal. To just be like, oh yeah, we're gonna match it. And they're yeah. like, okay, can you? They're like, no, yeah, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're gonna match it. <laughs> how do you say we're gonna match it in French? <laughs> they're just chilling. Oh, my buddy Keith's in Montreal. Yeah. That'll work out good for him there because he speaks in emojis. The universal language of emojis. Yeah, he doesn't even have to learn French. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking pictures. Um, So we got a couple other ones. Timo Meyer signed for a fucking great deal for San Jose. Four years, $6 million. Frankly, San Jose doesn't deserve it, but I'm happy no. so- somebody did it. It needs to be shown that people will do deals like that. It does. Yeah, I yeah. think that, like, the league deserves a Meyer doing something like that to kind of cut this, and a and a William Carlson to kind of like slow us down from this impending doom that we call free agency. Like, yeah, yeah, that's really good for fans of the NHL. Period. I think that should give everyone hope that their RFA isn't going to do them dirty, as long as you have a good like. I want to say a good GM, even though I don't really like what San Jose's doing over there. But, like, if that dude can convince Meyer to sign that, I'm sure that a good GM could convince their players to sign something, like, similar. Yeah, I know. Everybody else is probably, like, pissed right now. Because he's like, yo, like, if you were going to sign that, you could have, like, just couldn't have waited for me to sign my deal. Like, you know. Honestly, though, what is Meyer supposed to do? He knows that he's not going anywhere. Like... He knows yeah. that the Sharks, if he doesn't do that, the Sharks have more potential to be bad. Like, he knows that they already lost their captain and everyone else. What's he going to do? Hold out and be the villain there forever? He's not going anywhere. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. No one's going to offer sheet him and they're going to match if they did. So, like, what's the point in playing the game? Six million dollars is a lot of money. And they gave him the same. They gave him the Austin Matthews term. They didn't fuck around. Which I yeah, commend I mean, them for. They didn't like try to, well, well, he would, would have just been like, well, all right, I'll be a jerk like everyone else. You know what I mean? <laughs> and to be even like, to be fair, like it was a pretty reasonable deal for like what he like, not that he hasn't accomplished anything, like, but what he's accomplished so far, like two years ago, he played 81 games and had 36 points. And last year he had, he played 78 games and had 66 points and 30 goals. Like it's reasonable. He only oh, had yeah. one really, really good season. And playoffs, you know, so it's reasonable. It's not like crazy yeah. or anything to, you know, think that he shouldn't assign this deal because it wasn't enough money. It's very reasonable for him. And, oh, yeah. you know, he gets four years that puts him at 26 with that'll be his last year of restricted free agency, I think. And he'll have arbitration so he can get paid, paid in four years. So, yeah, which is like good. That's a good signing. Um, hmm. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. You want to know who I don't really under understand why they did it? Brandon Tanev. Oh well, <laughs> that's just no. a lot of years, man. Dude, for that, I don't. It's understand. a lot of money. Yeah, like three point five is a lot. Dude, like I know he put up twenty nine points last year, but come on, come on, dude. The dude's like twenty seven. He's been in the league like three years. Like you know what I mean? Like. I don't yeah, I mean, know, man. I don't even see the intangibles there. Like, I know it's I know it's different. 
I, it's it's completely different. I'm just talking like straight numbers here. Travis Sanheim had 35 points as a defenseman last year, yeah. and we signed him for like 3.25. Yeah, no, it's it's, so it's completely yeah. different, but it's just funny. I I don't understand the term. Like if like the money is whatever. Like any money, I could justify if it was like two years or a year or whatever. But like they gave him six years. That's Holy a lot. Holy shit! It was six. Wasn't it six? Oh my god! I thought it was a lot, but I didn't know it was that much. Oh my god! Brandon Tanev, six years, twenty-one million dollars, three point five AAV. Like Holy that's a lot. Shit! He must be like married to someone's cousin over there. Or something. What the hell is going on? Who and is in a bidding a of- war for him? I don't know. And he gets a modified no trade clause, like all six years, all six years modified. You think that no they're trade. just like hoping that he's like Seattle bait? It's like, why would they pick him? You're gonna have other people out there, bud. Yeah, I mean, maybe, but yeah, but maybe they want to make him like bait. Like they're gonna put him next to Sid and hope he scores like fifty points, and they could be like to Seattle, like, look at this guy, long term, three and a half, fifty point getter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but doesn't the is it isn't both no trades and no moves like they have to be protected unless they waive? I thought, so. but so maybe I mean, not. There's no way that they would have did that if it. They can't be that stupid. I you know. have Sid and Gino I have to see and the rules. Gensel and fucking oh my god! I'd have to see the rules for it, but like I have a, I don't know for sure. I just feel like if Seattle isn't on that ten team trade list, then. Or he doesn't waive it. He, they have to protect him. I don't know for sure. I don't remember. I We only really had one person to worry about for the expansion draft. And that was Drew. So he's like the only one that had a no move. So, but Dude, I hope. I, that, I mean, I'm done with the Penguins. But I don't see what they're doing. I feel like they're. Do they really think that like making a worse team is going to make them better? <laughs> is that like what it is? That they're just like, well, the Capitals did it. Like, because they had to. You know what I mean? Like, like. Oh, yeah, we're just but... too good that we we got lazy. It's just like, and the Phil Castle was enough. I understand if you really have locker room problems and you really think he's that bad, but then you do dumb things on top of that. And what do you mean you're talking about trading Chris Letang? Like, do you do you want to lose? Like, <laughs> do you want to yeah, lose? It's like, like <laughs> the Capitals might have theoretically made a worse team, but they just downgraded skill to fill needs that they fell short of before. It's not like they made a worse team, necessarily. Dude, they made they a worse on-paper team, but they only it play, it's it just like they... the Islanders. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a worse on-paper team, but it was technically better, and I'm not saying that's always going to happen, but, you know. Dude, and they did it because they had to. They didn't just, like, oh, well, we're going to trade this person for the sake of trading him. It's like, dude, they had to have DSP, like, play a significant role for them. That wasn't because, like, they yeah. wanted him to. Right. That was because yeah. they absolutely had to. They had no other choice. Like, I couldn't believe it. I didn't think that they were going to have enough cap room that year to just field a team. Period. Like, to have enough skaters. And what they, and what they did, they got like Devontae Smith Pelly to play for like league minimum. And, they, yeah. and it worked. But they got because everybody they had to, to buy in. Yeah. That's like the whole thing. It's like they got yeah. everybody to buy in and that's why they were successful. And they were good. I mean, they, I mean, Smith probably scored, like, big in the playoffs for him a couple oh, times. Oh, dude, I'm not fucking dissing the guy. I mean, he's a fourth-line no, guy. No, but you're right. But I mean, ever <laughs> since then, he hasn't been in the league, really, you know. I haven't seen him. Yeah, exactly. But that's the – but, like, it. it's, like, kind of like the – like, like when the Blues traded Oshi. You know what I mean? It'd be like if the Blues yeah. traded Oshi and then did a bunch of other stupid things. And I didn't even really like it when they traded Oshi. Like, you know what I mean? Like – yeah, I thought that was crazy. I thought that that I mean, was I really dumb. I mean, I thought that dumb. they were crazy for trading Shattenkirk, too, at the time. At the time. Well, that one makes a little bit more sense, because they didn't want to pay him, like, six mil or whatever. And yeah. they knew better. They knew that he was playing those sheltered minutes on the third pairing, because you had your heavy hitters on the top. Like, But yeah. Oshie was a great player. He is a great player. Yeah, and I didn't get player. it. And and I guess they did do things that were stupid. I mean, it, it, I don't consider that the reason why they won the cup. Like, that, that didn't really, like, shake up the locker room. They sucked after that. Like, you know what I mean? And what they, and they replaced him with Troy Brower. Like, no offense, Troy Brower, but, like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It just, but, yeah, that's a really bad deal for the Penguins, man. They are floundering over there. I'm okay with it. I can live in a world where the Penguins don't make the playoffs for a year, which we're probably not there yet, but 
Some that just confuses me. I feel like they're you're right. It's like trying to artificially make them buy in. Like, oh, we're gonna be underdogs now. It's like, no, you're yeah. not. You won three cups, like in the past ten years. Like, go fuck yourself. You're not yeah, an underdog. You... Like, be better because that's the only option you have. I don't care if it was just Crosby, Malkin, and Murray out there. You can't be underdogs. Yeah, with Crosby and Malkin. It's just. It's I'd impossible. still be nervous. Like, <laughs> like let them please let them like do some like postseason like oh we're the underdog team shit and like that's not gonna that's not gonna work. Like no one's buying that while you still have Crosby and Malkin. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what they're trying to do? That's no, so no. They're silly, not dude. trying. Uh, I don't know if that's what they're doing or whatever, but they haven't done anything like I said they did. So, But I just mean you free up that money from Phil Castle and you get a cheaper Galchenia and then you use it on, like... Yeah. Dude, you should be finding a pair, like someone to get to take on this Jack Johnson and actually go get another fucking player. Yeah, well, I mean, like, that's why I don't get why it had to be Tanev. And, like, I mean, he might not have been interested or whatever, but, like, Brent Connolly signed for, like... 3.25 mil for like <laughs> it was like four years or whatever but still like he's at least a goal scorer or could be and especially and probably really could be with like malkin dude the funniest thing was the coverage when they were talking about the tanev trade and they kept playing the same clip of tanev on a breakaway over and over and over again because you know it's the only cool looking thing he's done ever his whole career he had one breakaway backhander against like the canucks <laughs> they just played it on a loop for like five minutes i'm like oh my god this is so sad yeah but whatever that, that, that that's such that's a their fault stupid, I mean, that I is their fault yeah no but you want to know who i feel bad for not the team i either feel bad for them not really i don't really feel bad for them but i do think that they're probably like maybe they were trying to be nice but like how does nyquist end up in columbus i feel yeah. like it wasn't even for more money and, like, he knows what's going on there. Like, is that someone who thinks that he's like, well, I'm going to help this team resurge? You know what I mean? Maybe he wants to be that guy because he didn't get enough minutes in San Jose. Like, I can't figure it out why he would do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he got a little bit of a pay bump. He was making, like, 4.75, and now he's making 5.5. Fair but, enough. Yeah, I don't. But you don't think that there was anyone else looking at him? I and it's Ohio, so it's not like he was like, oh, I'm going to Florida, who sucks anyway, but, you know, I'm going to make more money in Florida. Like, you know what I mean? He was, he's going to fucking Ohio. Like, if it's not, if it was not for, like, the Eric Carlson contract, there's no reason that they didn't, shouldn't have re-signed him. Yeah. It's, there's no reason that they shouldn't have been able to re-sign everybody if it wasn't for that contract. Yeah. Like, Don Scoy shouldn't be in Colorado right now. Yeah, like your rival right now. Absolutely not being Dallas. Yeah, it's like that's insane that you that they didn't. You just they just lost like a second line right there. Yeah, of those three players, and maybe I'm overrating Don Scoy a little bit or whatever, but still, like he's a good player or whatever that you just let walk because you needed another offensive. Well, they haven't even signed all their players yet, though. Not saying that they're not going to get LeBanc done or whoever is still waiting. Am I right about that? Yeah, LeBanc. That's who they're waiting on, right? But, like, it's still taking a while. Like, Yeah. And then (laughs) I'm assuming that they're still trying to make runs at Thornton and Marlowe. But it's like, why? Like, Yeah, dude. Out of the three, I could take Marlowe, who, like, not that, I'm not saying that he's a bad player, but obviously he's not, like, the same. And I get Thornton, you know, he was the captain, but... They took the C away from him a couple years ago and gave it to Pavelski. And then they let Pavelski walk so they could bring Thornton back. That doesn't make any sense to it. Pavelski could still have a, a couple, like, good. Yeah. Like, like I guess honestly, if, they, like, if they keep Joe, this is his last year. It has to be. Like, Pavelski, like, I like the Pavelski signing. It's a little bit, like, high in money, but the term is, like, perfect. Because if oh, Pavelski yeah. has anything, he probably has three good years left. <laughs> yeah. Like,. No, the term term is going to be the new name of the game. Like, I love when somebody yeah, gets ca- a good term. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, if I you're going to get Panarin, you go seven years. If you're going to get Pavelski, you go three. If you're going to get Zook, you don't go six. Yeah. Or five. Or five. Is, is yeah. it five? Yeah, five. But whatever. Same or thing, they I mean. take a lower deal. Like, dude, I feel like the game isn't the same anymore. But, yeah, dude, they don't even have their people signed. So, like, I... I think that's terrible that you would let your captain go like that. Oh, 
The Islanders are so lucky that Anders Lee likes it in Long Island. Jesus, yeah, dude. Dude, I would have been out. So out. So out. That is so insulting. But you saw what happened when he re-signed. He put, what, the video he put yeah, on Twitter? Yeah, the Wall Street thing, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he's happy about it. But, like, dude, I'm almost without a doubt in my mind that Laner walked because of that insult. Like, you know what I mean? That he's, like, they paid yeah, Marlon off the same ways. money. Yeah, I've heard it go eat both ways. Like, either they decided to get Varlamov, which would make more sense. I mean, because they gave Varlamov four years, so it seems like they kind of wanted him. Like, you know, you don't give four years to the guy that you settled for because your other guy left. But I've also heard that, you know, Laner just decided to leave or whatever. But I don't know, you know. Dude, that is so fucked up that they would do that to Anders Lee after that, though. That they're like, oh, we're going to hold out for Panarin, which, um, dude... They never had a shot at Panarin. Just like my Devils fans, I love you dearly. We never had a shot at Panarin. There was not a chance, not a single chance that dude was signing with us unless we were going to pay him like 14 mil a year. He wasn't going to do it. Didn't want to play here. We all knew it. Like Panarin was not going to play in Long Island when he has a Rangers jersey waiting for him for like, what, $600,000 less or something like that? Like what at at MSG? Like. And, dude, again, I'm a devil's fan, but even me looking from the outside, if I came from Russia, like, where would I want to play? Like, at me being, like, an emotional guy who wants to, like, I would want to play for Chicago. I'd want to play for the Rangers. Like, I understand what Panarin's doing. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, I get it. So the the Islanders, though, dude, you never had a shot, but you, like, were about to lose your captain who has been talking all week about how he desperately wants to stay with you. And then, okay, so they, they let him have his turn. But like, still, dude, I would have, I would have been like, no, I'm out. Like, you guys are a terrible organization. You like let your captains walk without a shot, and you know, yeah, well, just like screw you guys. <laughs> like, if I were Lee, I'd be like, I'm the captain. Like, why am I not signed? Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, nothing against Brock Nelson. He's a fine hockey player, dude. But like, how do you sign Brock Nelson or Eberly for that matter? Oh, like, how do you Eberle. sign those guys? Oh my God! Before Anders Lee. Like, I don't understand. Dude, the fact that that came down. And then you chase Panarin. Yeah. And don't sign Lee until you know that you're not getting him. Like, that, it doesn't make, like, I'm glad that Anders Lee seems to be happy or whatever, but, like, that was backwards for me. Oh, yeah, dude. Those fans are so lucky. Dude, Lou's kind of a jerk, man. That was a stupid, stupid move, dude. And he didn't get any of them. Like, you you got Varlamov. Like, was that really your plan? Because if it was, that's a terrible plan, too. It's not a great plan. Like, I mean, it's hard to bet against him because he always seems to get his guy when it, when you're talking about goalies or whatever. But, like, I don't understand. Like, he had I still his guy, re- though. Yeah, well, that's why I was going to say. I don't understand. Like, you know, the tandem that they had last year of Grice and Laner was great. So why change it for Varlamov, who... You know, when they got Grubauer, no one was really sure if he was ever going to, like, really take that starting job. And it's not that he wasn't good, but it also had something to do with Varlamov being bad. Yeah. Is the reason why he lost that job and the playoffs to Grubauer. I like Grubauer. I do, too. But, you know, he didn't win that job just because he was the spectacular goalie. He won that job because he was good and Varlamov was bad. Just Varlamov, I feel like, has just been inconsistent his whole career. Yeah, he's had good years. He's had bad um, ones. He's um, had bad ones. Um, and I think that I heard something the other day. I want to credit the hockey guy, even though we, we should stop stealing his shit and talking about him so much. But, like, Robin Lehner, like, it's real easy to doubt him. But, like, yeah, he had a couple bad years. Not like this is his good year. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, majority of his years have been, like, league average or better. Yeah. Like, he's like he was never actually a bad goalie. Yeah. He had a bad year last year, and that was yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. To where Dude, even Varlamov the... had a bad year this year. <laughs> yeah. And Which year, I guess like, is uh, you could say like... Bad... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. He had like... I'm not going to say bad, but like below average year this year. He had a great year last year. He had a bad year the year before that. And then... But it's like now we're talking like four years out. Yeah, no. I I still think that it was a terrible idea, but at least you could compare it and say, well, they picked up Laner even though he had a bad year. But my thought would be if, if you wanted to save money, 
and get a cheaper goalie because Barry Trotz is your coach and you think you have good D, then fine, sign Varlamov. But the fact that Laner signed for the same amount of money is like the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, yeah, he almost just and won you a Vesna. Like, he's got his name is on trophies that are in your trophy case. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of that, great signing for Chicago. Oh, I like yeah. that. I, that I makes like me. A lot. I know we talked shit about him last week. That makes me feel a lot better about Chicago. Oh, today yeah, today than too. it did on Sunday. It makes having everything goalie, make a little bit more sense. Yeah, having a goalie. And now, you know, you solidified the defense, you know, maybe at the expense. I'm Like I said, I don't know if all the kid defense is going to be ready for them. But you solidify the defense. You have Crawford if he's good. And if he's not, you at least have Laner. Yeah. Makes a lot more sense than it did yesterday or Sunday. Do we really doubt that episode. either one of those goalies wouldn't benefit from a little bit of a timeshare either? I just oh, gassed Laner up a lot, but like he also shouldn't have to play like seventy friggin' games. Like let like, let him split forty and forty and friggin' whoever made yeah, the best I mean, goalie win. Like that's the ideal. Like Corey say, Crawford go like out without had killing this year. himself. Let me see, because I mean him and Grice split a lot of games. Yeah, Grice played forty three games this year. Yeah. So that's I mean that's more than half. That's more so. than him. <laughs> so yeah, no, no I good. think that's good. I I think that'll be good. Um, for Corey Crawford's longevity, I mean, I think it'll be good for Laner. And if he can have another good year, then he probably earns himself a longer contract. Yeah, that is a good Mate. move for Chicago. I really thought that. I was like, damn, I've been talking so much. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean, a- they finally did something. Like, I mean, maybe that was their plan all along, but they finally did something that made sense. Yeah, like I didn't get it, but now with that move it kind of that kind of ties everything together it's like all right well you know maybe you are actually doing something here well they never hinted even a little bit that they were in the goalie market and that was that's one of my big problems with them i'm like they're sticking behind crawford even though you shouldn't like not that you shouldn't like don't give up on your boy if he could play he could play but like you need a plan b and because it could be one shot and it's lights out yeah for crawford and that's almost literal so yeah yeah exactly and and the Cam Ward experiment didn't work. Yeah, like he he's a backup, not a timeshare. He and which makes him now a backup to a backup, which is ideally, if he's still there, all he's gonna have to, all he should have to do. Yeah, I, mean, I think Cam Ward's probably done. I mean, I don't see it. Think he's done? Is he signed though? Doesn't he have a contract still? No, I don't dude, think so. he's still signed this year. I think, bro. Oh, just looking at no, the depth he's chart. Un- no, he's unrestricted. He's oh, done. then he's done. He's done. All right. Good career, Cam. I mean, hey, I mean, he was able to get $3 million last year from Chicago. So yeah. good for him. Like, that's a good parting gift for him. He's had his name on the cup for a long friggin' time now, too. So who does yeah. he care? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's won. I mean, look at the, I mean, estimated career earnings, $54 million. He's had it good. He's he's great. Yeah, man. If he's done it right. I, so. I only brought him up because I thought he had another year. I swear yeah. else I wouldn't even yeah. have mentioned it because I didn't. That even... wouldn't surprise me. I just didn't think he did. Yeah. But. Um. Yeah. I like Duchesne in Nashville. We all called it. We don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Yo, and I will say they guessed, oh, they guessed it up a lot, dude. These contracts. Yeah. Well, can I say something about like the Duchesne thing? Sure. Because I've... And I'm not saying it doesn't, and like I'm not saying that like the Kevin Hayes contract is ever gonna look good. But I'll defend my boy because he's my boy now. He's on my team, whether I like it or not, for how much or however much money. But Duchesne wanted to go to Nashville. We've known Duchesne wanted to go to Nashville for a while now. So like, if Duchesne was coming to Philly, he wasn't signing seven years by eight. He signed in like seven by nine. Yeah. Like, so can we stop like pretending that like a a few of these contracts weren't because players wanted to go to those teams. Oh, no, so. a- absolutely. But I just mean, like, you're hearing these crazy numbers, and everyone's like, how could it be? Like, it can't be that high. I think you're right. Like, absolutely, they took a little bit of a discount. But, like, all we were doom and gloom, and we're, me and you are even getting in on the yeah, negativity, no, really talking surprised. shit on Tyler Myers. It's like he got the six mil that we would have capped him at. I know that ideally me and you even think probably less, but I would have said, okay, fine, six mil. It's not the eight. 
It's not the nine point five for Duchesne. Like it, we we blew that up. Yeah. everyone blew that up a little bit. We let the agents get the best of us. That was not real, right? <laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, because and that makes sense because like if Tyler Myers is like a five million dollar defenseman and he hits the open market, well, then he's yeah, pretty six. much a six million dollar defenseman. Like <laughs> regardless, like if you wanted to get him at five, then you needed to like get him before unrestricted free agency, and maybe you get a deal. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like I said. The Hayes contract doesn't look great, and I'm not going to pretend that it looks great or whatever. But it, I honestly still don't think it's, like, super much of an overpayment. It's, like, the term. No, I know why you're bringing it up. You're and we already have, like, our... I'm sorry, go ahead. And our boys are signed. Like, yeah. I'm good. We have room for connecting and Proveroff, and we're good, so... I know. I'm, I'm just... Good. I get it, dude. Where you probably got people saying, like, well, why didn't we get Duchesne if it only cost eight, and we got this guy for friggin' six? It's like... <laughs> yeah. Can I just can we talk about my team a little bit too? Oh yeah, Wayne Simmons. I I'm happy for that guy. I'm, I'm really happy, happy too. I actually I've always loved to hate Wayne Simmons. I like honestly he was a flyer and he was tough, so I didn't like like him. But like you know, I saw like a special him one time. He's a good dude, and I kind of always thought it was cool that he's like the the grinders grinder, where he's like like annoyances, like like he's like a tough guy who like will fight, but he's like he doesn't like like posers. Like, like agitators and shit like that. Like, he yeah. actually thinks that, like, they're the worst. And it's like, I could get down with this guy. Like, he hates those, like, the people who just fuck around and they, they don't, like, and I'm, I'm super excited about it. And I think that, like, term means everything. So, like, everyone's like, oh, you paid $5 million for, for one year. Like, yeah, that's, like, I don't understand. Even, like, the cases. hockey guy was, was kind of, like, throwing shade at that. I'm like, I don't get it. Like, it's one year or whatever, like, <laughs> Even if Wayne Simmons is like, and if he is the player, which I don't necessarily think he will be, I think he'll be, I don't think he'll ever be as good as he was in like the heyday with the Flyers. But like, can he get back to 20 goals? I think like that's not out of the realm of possibility. Like, um, if his injuries aren't a problem, like, I think that contract could be very good for you guys. Just yeah. having the player, you know, regardless of the money or whatever. And it's only for one year. So if Wayne Simmons is, you know, that guy that he was last year, like, yeah, it's too much money, but, you know, he plays on the fourth line and, you know, he's gone next year. Yeah. And he gets a good severance package. You know, he gets $5 million this year and, you know, goes on his merry way to do whatever is next. So yeah, I really hope I, you know, I'm glad that he went. I mean, I'm never going to be glad that he went to New Jersey, but <laughs> yeah. they were talking about like that the Penguins were like meeting with him. And I'm like, no, oh. absolutely not. Yeah. So was... I'm really glad that he didn't go to Pittsburgh and he went to New Jersey. If yeah. I could ever be glad for anybody going to New Jersey, it's that they didn't go to Pittsburgh. So, yeah. Well, dude, I'm not going to pretend it's like the greatest signing ever either. And like, I don't think he's like the 60 point guy. He was like a couple of years ago, like the fantasy hockey leader. But like. I also don't th I think he's 30, not like dead. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, there's no reason why he can't have a pretty good year this year. And like, dude, we have like $30 million in cap space. And it's like, it did this stop us from signing someone else? No. Like, so who cares? No. It's like not my money. Like <laughs> they could have yeah. paid him 10 and it wouldn't have affected any of our other signings at all. A little bit. No problem. Like, I, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't. But. I understand and, how I mean, you could complain about a one-year contract for anybody, like, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, and I'll look at it this way, and just to take another shot at Pittsburgh, it's like, it's almost impossible for us to be here in, let's just say, May or April next year and be like, you know, it's really great that uh, Pittsburgh signed Brandon Tanev to where it could be April, and we're like, it's really great that New Jersey signed Wayne Simmons last year. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'll look at it that way. It's like I'll look at it that way. I like that. So there's, I mean, there's a good like. I'm not saying he's going to be the steal of all steals or whatever, but there's a good chance like Wayne Simmons really works out for you guys because Wayne Simmons yeah. is a hell of a player. I loved him when he was here, and honestly, I really wish it didn't have to end the way it did for him in Philly. But yeah, dude, and he was he was injured, man. And I mean, too, he put up 17 goals this year. Do you have really any doubt that that wouldn't have turned into 20 if he didn't get traded to Nashville? Like, he only took, like, yeah. 20 shots while he was in Nashville. He was playing on, like, the fourth line. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's give him a shot. I'm not going to yeah, get I... too ahead of myself, but, like, I don't see a loss in this. Like, what 
what's a worse thing? Like he's like that bad, and then we like trade him for a draft pick. Like, so we paid five million dollars for a draft pick. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, I. That <laughs> best case mean, scenario, like, he's a top six forward. He bangs in like fucking a, a good amount of power play goals. Like. He fights yeah. the first person who touches Hughes. Like, I mean, it, it, you can't lose. I would say, if Wayne Simmons doesn't score one goal, five on five all year, but he scores 15 power play goals, it was a good signing. Yeah. I, like, I mean, sure, was it too much money, but it's not six years. It's one. So, <laughs> yeah. you get 15 power play goals out of it, you know, someone who's, like you said, someone who's going to stick up for your young guys and, you know, a player who wants to be there. Yeah. Like, he, you know. There's never a time that I question like Wayne Simmons like ethic, like work ethic. He's a good player. Dude, and apparently he's I'm a gonna good miss person. him, so he's like winning he's a great person. Mark Messier leadership awards and yeah. doesn't he do the veterans thing or he did for the Flyers? Yeah, um and like his charity is like like Wayne's Road Warriors or Wayne's it might just be Wayne's Warriors, but I wanna say it's like Wayne's Road Warriors and he like does like a whole like road hockey thing for kids in the summer and stuff like that. That's like he's a great like hockey player. He's is everything that you would want on and off the ice, so I don't see the big deal. Like, you know, he's he's earned his stripes. He is deserved a lot more money than he ever made in Philly. So I'm glad he got paid. Yeah. And dude, I'm I like at this point. Marcus Johansson probably has like a good amount more hockey left in him than Wayne Simmons. Possibly. I mean, he gets hurt too, so you never know. He like yeah. may score more points, but like I didn't want Mojo back. And I love Mojo. I was mad that we got rid of him, but like I didn't want Mojo back. I like can't. Like like he like Hughes, Mojo, and Brat is like there's just too many playmakers on that line. It's like somebody's gotta do some like somebody's gotta do the dirty work. You know what I mean? It's like I can't. I'm like happy with this. I'll take Mojo back too if you see if we sign him for something reasonable. But you know what I mean? Like other people, like we, I, I'm a smart person. I knew we were never getting Panarin. I knew that. Like yeah. I knew we were never getting anyone big. Period. So it's like, am I upset that we got Simmons instead of Nyquist? Like not really. Like every other player on our team is kind of like Nyquist. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm like kind of okay with this actually. Yeah, I mean, and for like a. The thing is, is that, like, your top six, like, I'm not saying, like, pieces aren't going to move in and out or whatever, but, like, if you took your top six right now, even without Wayne Simmons, if he even cracks into your top six or whatever, it's still a good top six. Like, you know, having Keisha Hall, Hughes, Palms, you know, it's a good top six. Yeah. Brat, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a good top six. So. Yeah. Not to mention, I don't think we're done. Yeah, and yeah, well, exactly, and like even with signing Wayne Simmons, you don't have to be done. Yeah, you know, still you spend five mil. mil, and yeah. <laughs> so, and you just have to resign like the depth guys, like well, like Zaka and Butch, and neither Mueller, of those I guys guess. are getting I don't know. paid a, a, a bump. No, I mean, we're, yeah, we're, I'm pretty okay with the fact that they're not signed yet. Like, they're that's gonna get done, but um. Yeah, and I mean, we we don't have to be done. There's still plenty of teams in cap trouble for trades. Cheryl likes trades more anyway. Dude, we have enough cap room forever, too. Like, and that's another thing. Like, not to go too much further into my team, but I don't want to spend to the cap or anything crazy, but people forget that, like, over the course of the next three years, like, another $20 million coming up with only a minimal amount of that getting paid for, for extensions for those same players, if they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's Andy Zajac Schneider comes off the books year over year over year. So, like, it's like we're really, really in no position to, you know, complain about any signing that's short term. Because it's like... Yeah, like, if you would have got... If you got... Like I said, if you guys would have signed Wayne Simmons to, like, a six-year contract, I'd have been like, yeah, that probably wasn't oh. a great idea. Oh, and I would that I'd have a really complete bad idea. different tune But right it's now. one year, you know, he gets a chance, and he has something to play for. Like, he's literally playing for the rest of his career right now. Yeah, like he's only thirty, and this could be literally the last season that he ever plays. Yeah, so I'll take it, and I'll take it. Dude, I, hey, I honestly like I see really big things for him. So yeah, I like our coaching player. staff too, man. I mean, he got a lot out of Boyle. He got a lot out of friggin' our younger guys. Like he gets a lot out of players. So I don't care if yeah. it doesn't even work out. I'm so sick and tired of hearing about stupid cap things, though. It's like my team could eat like four more salaries and still sign Hall here. So let let's rock and roll. Like 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, if you guys didn't sign Simmons, I honestly thought Boyle was going to come back. Oh yeah, we still could. That's another thing too. Like we could still, still sign could. Mojo. We could still sign like yeah. Boyle. We could still go after every other name that's on there right now and not be in trouble. Except for maybe Gardner, because he would probably have to get overpaid. But again, we're in day two. We're through day two, and he's still out there. So who knows? Yeah. But any other yeah. free agent, we could eat, no problem. Whoever we want. We're the only ones yeah, in the league with much. cap space. Yeah. Us and, and Ottawa. Without... And Ottawa has nothing to gain by doing that. So Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it's pretty much like you are like the only one. Well, you and Ottawa are the only ones that have a bunch of cap space and not like big RFAs to resign. Yeah. So That's why I think we're like, in I mean, on, the, on this Gusev thing. But we'll see. Yeah. Enough of that. Did we miss any uh, any really crucial ones, though? We've been talking Probably. a long time. I think we, we covered a lot, though. We covered a lot. I mean, we covered everything that I wanted to. Some um, were no-brainers, too. Like, I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about how Matthew Shane ended up in Nashville and what that does for him, because I've been talking about it for three weeks already. Yeah, it's like <laughs> most of these like made a whole lot of sense. There was like a handful or so really big ones or whatever, like Duchesne and like pavelski and stuff like that and then everything else was it was a lot of depth i mean yeah. you know it's like once you got past like that high end then you had like don Scoy and Connolly and like that second tier and then everything else was yeah. a lot of depth stuff so although i will say you guys should have just signed ryan hartman for 1.9 that's not bad your baby <laughs> that's not bad i didn't like him that much i don't really care yeah fuck him so not a big deal <laughs> if he played the penalty kill i'd have a different like thing Dude, oh, well. Kapanen's still only 22. I'm sorry. Now I'm just looking at the list like... Yeah. Oh, that's a good deal. They're both good deals for those two. They were, yeah. But I've liked Kapanen. I feel like he's been playing longer than he has because I'm like really surprised this is like his first contract, pretty much. And no, it is. Yeah. ELCs don't count. Yeah, this is like his first like standard contract. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's everything. So we'll probably wrap it up here. I don't think we really missed anybody. Um... Nothing I could think of. Just out goalies. Of the big ones. And no, I don't goalie. really care I mean, about them. I mean, we talked about all like the important ones. That's true. Um, and I think we talked about all the important contracts. Oh, and my buddy JSD I, is in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. If I felt like like ranting anymore, I would talk about like the Mike Smith and like Cam Talbot contracts for. <laughs> but I don't really feel like talking about that right now because it's yeah. not that important. Although I don't I. Don't mind it for Calgary. I don't know how I feel about that for Edmonton. So yeah, but oh well, another team that I'm not convinced knows what they have or what they're doing. So oh well, <laughs> oh well. So yeah, we're gonna wrap it up. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Off the Barcast, and you can follow me on Twitter at Fuck You Raf. Um, we actually these episodes will come out pretty close together. So I think we'll get on a more consistent summer schedule. Um, and then obviously pick up some like more, you know, more towards the beginning of the season. But yeah, I mean, we'll have like, you know, our towards the beginning of the season, our previews and stuff like that. And then, but we're going to, we're going to have some fun stuff. We're going to have our little chats about like players and stuff like that all summer. And we still got to talk about some rule changes at some point. Cause I have some, I haven't really read through them a whole lot since like they came out. So you know, and we'll have like lockout speculation stuff that I'm sure will come. So. All stuff we're really underqualified to do. Yeah, it's fine. But I mean, who's really qualified? So, but yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week on Off the Bar. And once again, I'm Joey. And this is Rob. And we will see you guys next week.